When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Husband and wife, Rachel and Stephen Mosley, got their professional start by winning a songwriting contest. They have capitalized on that success and are now out with a new album called The Mosley's Ordinary Time. Let's join in on my conversation with this duo. So, hey guys, welcome to the podcast this afternoon. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for having us. Sure. Glad we could get together. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are originally from... Georgia, right? And now in Florida. We are originally from Pensacola, Florida, and we bounced to Georgia for about 10 years, and we are newly back to Florida this year. Okay. Okay. So this is a recent move back then for you. Yeah, we thought it would be warmer here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 20 degrees out right now. <laughs> well, I'm talking to you from Virginia, and the coast just got snow the last day or so, so I understand. <laughs> It yeah. seems like it's uh, shifting outward instead of inward for a change. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about you guys, how how you got together, how you, um, uh, reading through some of the notes that I had to talk to you guys about, I obviously understand that you're married and you have a family and been playing music for a while. Is that is that how you got together or g- give me some background on, on how you guys got together? We we met our our freshman year of high school actually oh, cool. uh, in Pensacola, yeah, 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 and uh, we were really good friends and you know, uh, but never really dated or anything. And then uh, sometime during college, uh, figured it out and got married. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, bounced around a little and and had five kids and and really the uh, the music actually came uh, fairly late in our you know in our marriage uh, really about you know, four years ago or so. Oh, wow. Cool. Kind of reemerged, uh, you know, and we started, uh, doing various, various things that, uh, and kind of happened into some sort of, uh, music career type hybrid thing. (laughs) (laughs) Were you guys musicians as, as young adults, high school, college? Uh, yeah. And that was kind of the interesting thing is, is, uh, you know, I, I was, you know, one of those guitar, long hair, hippie guitar guys in mm-hmm. high school, and uh, Rachel sang. Uh, you know, she was in uh, in musicals and and sang, and and uh, so when we did, when we got married, we really thought that music would be, you know, doing music together would be a huge part of uh, part of things. But it just 
you know, it just kind of never happened somehow. And, and so it was, it was really rewarding when it, when it did. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it come back into our lives. And you guys don't just have one or two kids. You have five. Is that right? That's right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you have been distracted for a while. <laughs> we, have, we have been busy. <laughs> Uh, what what prompted the the relocation uh, back to to Florida? I think part of it was we had we started playing the Thirty Eight Festival four years ago, and we enjoyed it so much. And all the sound techs that we talked to were local and loved it here, and just met a lot of great people. And our families are about an hour and a half away, which is the perfect distance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We can get home for birthday parties and and things like that much more easily than coming from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The beach is all, all the beach has always felt like home. So we we uh, we were coming down here a whole lot and just thought if we could make this work, it would it would uh, be yeah. Why not? Yeah. So what what made it uh, possible or, or obvious that it was time to um, actually sit down together and and create music after? bouncing back and forth and then the family and kids and you know where 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 does it all of a sudden you know kind of make sense for you guys uh, we we were living in this uh really cool uh organic farm-based eco community just outside of atlanta and it really the the whole thing was centered around com- community not not any kind of weird like uh you know nudist way but like <laughs> uh <you know. laughs> but in a, in a really like you know trying to form organic friendships and relationships and and so we had been living there for about five years and and our house had this really uh nest-like porch up high off the road and kind of tucked back with the hunting trees it felt extremely private and uh-huh. so and it just felt like music needed to be played on it it was a really yeah. beautiful porch and so we started doing like counting crows covers and lisa uh-huh. Loeb covers and 90s music on the porch songs <laughs> that we knew yeah um some of our neighbors heard us, and they... It wasn't as private as we thought. Yeah. So. <laughs> they would stand down below and clap. <laughs> um, and we... They had a... There was a party in the neighborhood, and they were like, you guys are doing the music. So we huh. ended up performing out at a Mardi Gras party for the first time ever together. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, Zach Brown had opened a restaurant um, uh, not far from where we were living, and uh, it had an open mic night, and uh, the grand prize of that open mic night was uh, studio time in his, his Atlanta studio, not the uh-huh. Nashville one, but, but one he had in Atlanta. And, uh, yeah, we just kind of had this whim and, and uh, decided to go to the open mic night, and we won the first one, and then we had to come back for, uh, for the finale, and then we somehow won that and ended up... Uh, recording an, e- an EP, and that's really kind of what started songwriting. Up to that point, we, just, we really, really weren't songwriters. And, hmm. uh, the pressure of you know wanting to record something and not just you know five of other people's songs. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got us, got us writing. That got us into the Songwriters Festival down here, which is what uh, which prompted a lot more writing. Uh, you know, because you can't show up to a Songwriters Festival with <laughs> right, least, right, yeah, yeah, original song. Had, had either of you done any sort of uh, songwriting prior to that? Was that, or was it a new, uh, a, a kind of a new thing in the, in the midst of finding each other in music again? It was a new thing. I, we both enjoyed reading poetry, and we have uh, you know Johnny Cash's Forever Words book or books of books of lyrics that we enjoyed reading, but never never really tried to write 
I made a bunch of stabs at it in high school and college, and it, it was bad. Um, so I don't know what changed, uh, you know, at that point, but uh, but it, it came together. And, and I, I think having, you know, um, having that intimacy to, to uh, of editing between us really helped us both to, to mm-hmm. kind of figure out the process. Um, you know, it was also tough and hard and, and stressful within the marriage to, to learn to do that. But, uh, right, to not hurt someone's feelings and say this line is, is cliche or right, right. cheesy and not, not have somebody storm off. Yeah. Not that we'd ever do that. <laughs> huh. That's cool. Um, the the style that you guys have is very, you know, there's this big Americana umbrella, obviously, but, but it's, uh, it's unique uh, in and of itself as well. Did that just kind of happen or was that intentional? Well, thank you. That's, that's yeah, thank a high you. compliment. We really appreciate that. Sure. Um, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a, a good uh, replicator. Like I'm not one of those guys that can play uh, exactly what I just don't do that. I don't know. Uh, it's something in, probably in how my brain works. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think, I think that kind of is one thing that, that pushed us in a, in a unique direction. And then, yeah, I mean, I, I think it just kind of happened. It's, it, uh, it's what you know. Um, I know when I've when I've made stabs at writing in the past that you know I've tried to write, write alternative music or you know like Pearl Jam or you know that kind of stuff and and I've every time I've made a stab at writing uh, or something directly you know when I've tried to write something in a certain way it's, it's gone poorly so this we finally just started writing what came most naturally and letting it come out of us mm-hmm. and, uh, made a big difference I think. So the the first one, uh, if I've got this right, was called "Beneath the Trees and Stars." Is that the EP? Is that right? That's correct. Yes. How did it your music change? Because uh, it sounds like you kind of had to become songwriters and put that together, so that, like you said earlier, you didn't want to just do covers. So you had some time from that one until you went back in to record your new album, which is called. Ordinary time. How do how do you feel like the music evolved from the EP to the new record? Hmm. <laughs> um, well, it was interesting going into this record. Uh, there was a very we were very cognizant of that EP took us way farther than it should have. Like hmm. um, even just playing the songwriters festival, we opened it for Air Supply. Wow, and, you know, cool. Captain. We had some really incredible experiences off that. So there was, we were very aware of not wanting to lose whatever was in that EP that, that was charming and simple and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, didn't assume too much, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but also, you know, we were trying to grow as songwriters and, and uh, you know, challenge, challenge what we were doing. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, as far as the music changing, I think the, there was just definitely a, a growth process of, you know, um, you know, even even with the guitar playing and musicality and things like that, coming back coming back to it and spending more time doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there was a lot of growth. Uh, uh, even even for me, I mean, I'm I'm not a a natural singer. That's not anything I've ever done until we started doing this. So learning hmm. to sing harmony uh, better and becoming a better vocalist. And there was there was a lot of, of growth in that. And then. Uh, 
and then having Phil Madeira work with us uh, on some of the songs and, and, you know, the first EP we were, we were given studio time, but it was just us and a sound engineer hmm. and uh, he was great and wonderful, but uh, we, you know, he was like, what do you want to do? And we had to figure it all out. So, hmm. you know, there was definitely having a producer aspect changed, um, changed the music a lot and p- impacted things and, and uh, you know, took it in a, in a different direction. Um, and that was neat and exciting and, and scary for us. Um, yeah. You know, all, all, got anything to add to that yeah well you you said that uh you made an interesting comment you said that it took your father than it should have it sounds like there was an element of uh, a surprise there for you guys at the uh at how the music was received how do you um what is that experience like to to almost kind of have to step back and go what did we just do? How did that work? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we're still pretty surprised. I mean, even having this conversation with you is, is a, a surprising privilege, you know, and it's, it's a nice place to be. Uh-huh. Um, I would say it was almost shocking when um, we submitted the hard, we hadn't played out very much. It's hard to play out with a lot of children. And we, when we recorded the EP four years ago, we had a newborn so we weren't out promoting it. Um, we submitted it to the 38th Songwriters Festival kind of as a, like an ultimate goal. We said this is what we'd want to do one day if we could do something with music. And uh-huh. Let's see what the process looks like. Let's get this in. Let's just uh-huh. try. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and we were we were shocked when we got accepted. And in, in fact, I, I checked my email that morning, early in the morning, and I um, I was so nervous that I threw up after I found out wow. we were accepted. <laughs> I thought, "Oh no, are we in over our heads? Are we gonna, are we gonna look like fools?" And um, mm. you know, that wasn't that, that wasn't the experience we had at all. Everyone has been so welcoming and um, non-competitive. It seems like it's uh-huh. an open playing field. Everybody invites you to a place at the table. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's been it's really been a, a lot of it. The, the real joy of it's been finding a, a lot of people, our people. That we didn't ha- that we didn't know that we weren't finding um, outside of outside of music. Um, you know, we did a, a Mercy Land songwriters workshop as part of the process of getting to know our producer and the, the people. You know, we the friendships we're making and, and the relationships we're building are, are really uh, a huge value add to our life. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What were I always s- thought. Go ahead. Go ahead. I always thought. When we were when we were young and engaged, and even in the first years of our marriage, I thought, oh, we'll have this home where people come in and out the front door, and they have their violin, and we play music, and we read aloud, and we chat, and then it it kind of quickly even took work at the hospital, and it sort of quickly became a very um, busy. busy suburban kind of existence, which yeah. wasn't what we were hoping for at all, and so um, opening up with to music is really has really put a beautiful dynamic into our family that is so invaluable. Now I'm I'm presuming that that you guys have other things that you do professionally, or or has this become something that you could rely on solely? I know I, I'm a physician assistant. I have to work at the hospital. Um, you know, we're still, and that's the dynamic we're really trying to figure out. Rachel's a graphic artist, uh-huh. an artist, and, and a writer, and and so she can. She does that stuff from home, but uh, but we're trying to kind of figure out where where the balance is between you know music uh, 
because it is it's a hard it's a hard living to to carve out yeah yeah especially if you have to juggle it with with professional careers um it's it's almost as much as you it's probably full-time in your heart it's a side it's a, a a side job uh, on the weekends kind of thing. And, and um, yeah, it, it does uh, make it difficult to navigate for sure. And, yeah. and a lot of respect. For, it gives us a lot of respect for the people that, that you know, do this solely, you know, because it's, it's a scary, you know, uncertainty. What's next? How long has the, the uh, most recent record been out? Um, almost six months. We uh, we released it uh, in uh, September, so yeah, we're in that ballpark. So, having professional careers and a, a large family, what does it look like to be able to get out and uh, expose listeners to the mu- new music? How do you how do you navigate that? It, that's certainly difficult. The we like to play festivals most of all because we get a lot of. Um, bang for our buck really like right. we can do three shows in a short period of time with lots of people already already built in um, as festival patrons so that that's an easy way to do that um it's it's i mean you know we we treat it as as a as a uh, somewhat of a date night a lot too which is you know if we cover the sitter and dinner and, and go play a show and yeah you know you know it's fun it's it is a lot of fun for us and it's, it's a great mm-hmm. connecting place yeah. In our marriage, you know, we, we when we first started doing, it, I joked a lot, like you know, a lot of <laughs> couples during this time, you know, pick up ballroom dancing or something funny like that, and this is kind of, <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what uh, we do. So. Do you get to travel much outside of Florida? You know, we go up to Atlanta a good bit, and um, you know, that's the dynamic. You know, part of recording a full album was, you know, I think you have to have a full album to be taken taken seriously so mm-hmm. we're we're really kind of pushing on that now to figure out you know what does what does touring look like for us and how how you know how far is it reasonable to go and how did how does somebody put together a tour uh, we play a festival every summer up in um, the chicago wisconsin uh, area and so we do travel you know it's it's one of the joys of it is, is getting out and mm-hmm. having somewhere different to go we have an airstream trailer and it fits all seven of us Oh, quite cool. comfortably. Yeah. 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 So that that makes it really a lot easier for us to to tour around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So what's the what's the future look like? Do you guys think that far out? New record coming out in a year or so? Like to do it full time? Do you have you thought that far? I don't I don't know that we'll switch full time. Half and half would be nice. Yeah, but ha- but shifting further in that direction would be We did um we did five weeks uh, two summers ago in the Airstream and went out and did all the national parks with our kids. And, uh-huh. and uh, you know, at, at that time, um, we had hoped, you know, to, to tour, turn it into a tour. And that's, I think that's still kind of our dream is to do some, some a lot of traveling, go to festivals and, and uh, you know, go, go see, you know, see, see more of the country and, and expose our kids to a lot of this, uh, this world that's out there musically and, you know, geographically do you guys get to spend a lot of time currently working on new music is that is that part of your routine we took a, a deep breath after recording this album uh you know uh and and we're 
we're getting back into it now, uh, you know, a little more. We one of one of the uh, rewards we we did pledge music for the uh, to help record, you know, cover the cost of the album. And one of the rewards was uh, some custom songs, which which we've been doing those and and uh, that's that's been a really fun exercise in songwriting. Huh, yeah. To glean from somebody's blog or somebody's email. Yeah. And create a song that's personal to their story. It's been really cool. I've heard other artists doing that. I I, I think that's such a really cool uh, approach. Uh, I would have to think it's a fairly new um, idea, but but for folks who are connoisseurs of music but don't consider themselves artists, to have someone write a song for them or about them, um, I would think would be quite rewarding for the for the right person. It's a neat partnership too. Yeah. You feel like you're quite connected to the person. Yeah, I bet. I bet uh, an artist was sharing that story and said that, that she had met the individual at a coffee shop and three hours later she felt like they were best friends and she actually wrote a, uh, a song that became very uh, popular for her as an artist because of that uh, get together. So um, yeah, I, I like that idea. It sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, you know, we have to do some, some recordings of that for these people and, and then, yeah, we're kind of, figuring out like, okay, we did this big project. What, you know, what does recording look like for us going forward? You know, um, albums are big and expensive and, you know, uh, EPs and singles seem to be the, the way things are going. So mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. might be our, our kind of next thing is to do another stripped down EP type, type thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I appreciate it guys. It's uh, been really cool getting to know you a little bit and, and, and hear about your story. Um, how, how can folks get in touch with you and uh, if they want to buy either one of your records, what's the best way to do that? Our records are both available anywhere that streams, iTunes. Um, yeah, and uh, our website is uh, com. That's kind of the, the, you know, the you know best way to sign up for the email, you know, email list. Uh, we're, we're pretty active on Facebook and Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Instagram's fun because, you know, our kids say, strange things and we posted them <laughs> Instagram's been nice to kind of give a full picture of our lives it's not just music so yeah and you guys also have another website um, uh, adventures T- tell me about that real quick <laughs> we do we have um, adventures from mosleys.com and that's um, that's a blog that we keep yeah and it, it's a lot of a lot of writing about music and a lot of writing about life and if you go to adventures from mosleys.com you can link to the the music page from there yeah and the art too and my art page as well yeah and i i, I saw some of that really cool stuff so i'm sure that um, <laughs> folks would like to uh explore both sides of what you guys do so yeah we wish you the best thank for you. sure thanks a bunch well, thank you thank you so much yeah it's been a joy thank you Greg. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at americanarhythm.com It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 